Josh Robinson, da 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 da. Josh Robinson and black with noise that's white. Do 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 do. Hey listeners, it's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Actual line from the song. Hey listeners, episode sixteen is here for you to enjoy. Josh Robinson, do 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 do. Josh Robinson and Black Kurt <laughs> with noise that's white. <laughs> Welcome to White Noise. White Noise. I was planning on listening to the actual song at some point and I forgot to. You got most of it. I, got most, I just forgot the melody. <laughs> I also just haven't practiced that since I wrote that, so it was just like off the cuff. But yeah, welcome. Welcome back to White Noise. How are you going? Yeah, good. How are you going? Good. <laughs> Normally the intro leads into some kind of conversation, does it? Yeah. You know what? Here comes the fun always, mate. The, the fun. Here comes the fun. <laughs> Here comes the fun. <laughs> Here comes the fun. <laughs> Should have gone with that one. It's in the B movie. Is it? Yeah. Isn't it? I'm I don't know, I don't remember the B-movie I'm, that much. I'm pretty sure, even though, oh, do you want to tell, while I get this up, do you want to tell the B-movie prank that we played? Oh, in back in, in yeah. second year. Alright, yeah. so... so I've just got a topless Daniel Craig open on my phone. <laughs> this is a dinner time conversation. Anyway, play, play um, on. We organised the scavenger hunt that went very well, had no issues whatsoever. The librarians loved us. The librarians loved us big time. Um, so did Specsavers. So did Specsavers. I always think of that when I walk past Specsavers. <laughs> Um, in fact, many Canberra stores loved us, um, but the, what I took to be the pinnacle, actually, I have it saved on my phone. Do you um, actually, yeah, the message? The, the message, um, was one of the scavenger hunt so activities. For, so the context, Josh and I were in charge of organizing the scavenger hunt and we just like, one day we were like, we should sit, right, we should sit down and plan out the challenges. And we kind of just... This was over the summer as well, so we weren't in the same room. We were just spitballing we over did, it. I thought we did spitball. No, I remember spitballing this in your second year room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have done it like we finalized it when we came back, but oh, the initial okay. one we like just That's, like did. But it I think a we just call. we both just like were like, "What's a funny idea?" <laughs> and because it was over the summer, the event was ages away, so we just each just threw out funny ideas. Yes, and part of the problem was and. Um, after it all went perfectly, of course, the head of hall said, maybe I should have, you know, checked over some of these before having, letting you two run wild with your suggestions. Oh, we didn't realise anyone would... Like, none of them were bad. No. 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 It's just we didn't realise anyone would do any of these. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... Because they were all, like, silly things you say as a joke, like print off the entire B-movie script and slip it under the president's door. Or walk into Specsavers and go, should have gone to Specsavers. And by walk into Specsavers, we mean walk into the Specsavers signs. <laughs> That's what they advertise. <laughs> they should want people saying that. So what we also did was like go the wrong way on an escalator. Yeah. And people, a security guard got angry at someone for that, yeah. We caused a bit of havoc. <laughs> it was, it was a, a very hectic day. But I've still got the photo of us with the winners. Yes. At, at um at, at the, uh, the the awards night order of Bruce, order of Bruce <laughs> we awards both night. blanked anyway we um yes the uh, the one of the <laughs> activities was to print off the B movie script and place it under the president's door and we received a message in our Slack channel which is just a group messaging service for for work and it was from the president. Max Moffat, shout out if you if you're listening. And this is just the same. Did we give a shout out last week? <laughs> yeah, Max Moffat is overtaking two, two Paul Simon <laughs> as our like head shout outs guy. At Matthew Blacker, at Joshua Robinson, you beep numpties. I just got handed a B movie script from a group of first years. <laughs> if this goes on all Arvo, you're impeached. And I think it did go on all Arvo. It I did think go he ended on. up with seven. Scripts. I think seven people. There was a six or seven that many scripts. Who... Uh, it was it was quite impressive. Uh, one of the other activities was to get a photo with three different presidents as well. So I think he got harassed by just getting asked to take photos with. Well, because there was only groups. two in the building, weren't there? Yeah, but then there was one walking around. Oh no, because we knew that we knew that one of the former presidents would be. I think we confirmed with because my SR's uh, sister was a former president. I think I confirmed with Dana that Cat would be around campus just to like to see if anyone would like click that like would know. 
that she, she and there was the it. one of them was to get a photo with Brian Schmidt, the vice chancellor, which we put on there as a ridiculous amount of points. It was worth two hundred points or something. But it just so happened that that day was the commencement address. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the like one activity of O Week where the vice chancellor rocks up and gives a speech and hangs around for pictures afterwards. So all these people got <laughs> like a big point bonus because because so many so many of them got photos with Brian Schmidt. So I just I just found that this reminded me of the cabinet solidarity meme. The the when we stole oh. Max's phone and sent this to the Slack. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know, this, is, this isn't funny for the listeners. That was just that a was good just, giggle for me. That was just a good giggle. But yeah, that's that we because we just put a lot of silly ones in there, being like or like hug a staff member because I think oh because because everyone hugged Christine the front left just who's shout out to Christine if you're listening because I, I actually would believe if Christine listened. <laughs> Like, she, she, she is lovely enough that lovely she would listen. Yeah. <laughs> I call, you know, I, at, at dinner today, um, I mentioned, I was, because I, I was sitting with Jane, uh, who is a good friend of Josh. <laughs> good pal. <laughs> good a good, a good pal. Um, <laughs> and I mentioned that I was going to, to record this with you. And there, and there was, there was a first shit at the table. I was like, oh, do you record a podcast? And then I, and I went to explain what the podcast was. Um... <laughs> and then in Scrandall, I was like, you know, no, we're planning a noose in the dining hall, but you also can't advertise your, your podcast <laughs> either. <laughs> so shout out to Alex from Young, who plays the saxophone and plays music. Uh-huh. If you end up finding this podcast, because um, cause I saw the, the little, you know how the saxophone has the strap that you yes. hang it off? He just that had the strap around his neck. And I was like, do you play music? And he was like, yes. And I was like... I'm a man of the world. <laughs> I can spot a saxophone strap. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. World. You. Mr. 365. <laughs> or Mr. 366 in, in 2020. Oh, that's a bad joke. That's not one of your best. <laughs> <laughs> to do be fair, my best is a pretty short list. It joins the large collection of jokes that aren't my best. Oh, dear. <laughs> that seems like a good spot there. Well, can we have? Let's insert a quick mini segment here. All right, like a like a one minute segment. Uh, this is this is a very sad segment. It's an apology to Lachlan Ferguson. Oh. Um, today, because yeah, I brought this up with him, the literally, I think yesterday or the day before, I told him your voice is on our podcast. Since the the and the, how did he the, feel? He was he was like, oh, I'm gonna have to go listen to it now. Well, <laughs> lucky if you're listening. When you get to this episode, uh, we're currently recording in Studio B today, um, and I was bringing the after some feedback that people were not a fan of the yeah button last week. Um, I haven't heard any feedback, so I doubt that. Well, I actually got the feedback after I made this decision. <laughs> um, I was bringing over the uh, the yeet button to to here, and it was in my backpack, and I was encouraging someone to. Uh, I was like, oh, I hit this spot on my backpack. And they did, and hit the yeet button. And obviously when they did that, it must have pushed the reset button. Wait, are you blaming this on me? No, no, I did this to someone in the dining hall as well. (laughs) (laughs) It was only when we did it that I realised what must have happened. Um, It appears that I've accidentally reset the yeet button. Or the yeet button. (laughs) As I like to say. Um, So we had to read that yeet that you just heard there, and you'll hear for the rest of this episode. Or really, for the foreseeable future, until uh, Lachlan Ferguson regraces our our life with his presence, um, there will be no Lockie Yeet on the on the podcast. It's a sad day. It's First, a, we've had the lemon spray brutally murdered. It, got, it died sure. a long time ago. Yeah, and now this is the second death we've had on this podcast. I was sitting there tutoring in my in my room today, and um, over, uh, via Zoom, and. I heard the thing and like I'm used to hearing a wheeze and today it was just like <laughs> it wasn't even a wheeze it was just like it was like it was like a the shudder the final gasp of it was like a breath. deathly shudder and I was like it was really sad I might have to go buy some ritual that's actually why we're in Studio B it's, it's, it's nothing to do with my pirate status it's, it's solely to do with my uh, with the, the state of the lemon the state spray. of the Studio A state of Studio A state of Studio A which, to be fair, is also pretty messy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was meant to be a minute segment. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's move on. Alrighty. So, Josh, what have you brought today? 
Um, it's something I discovered on our podcasting distribution app. Actually. Oh, okay. Um, it's something very cool. So it's kind of like a meta. Yes, a bit, a bit of a meta, but I think the audience... <laughs> because we've not been meta at all so far this episode. <laughs> I think the audience will really enjoy it because it opens up the potential for audience interaction with the podcast. Which has already always been there with White Noise 2020. Wait, what actually is that email? White Noise Podcast 2020 at gmail.com? That uh, sounds right. Yes. Well, White Noise... Try White Noise Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. No, it's White Noise 2020 podcast. Wait, okay, it's not good if you can't remember. <laughs> no, this is horrible. <laughs> I can't believe I've... No, I've just got the peace out Daddy Maxi on my screen, not the White Noise um, podcast email. It's definitely it's definitely somewhere, um, <laughs> which is not which is not useful at all. Um, but I'll find it. I've, you've, you've also left me stalling time. Yeah, um, I, well, because up, I got, I got my, my app up and it signed me out and <laughs> I don't remember what... <laughs> So, so the username entire, password is. So the entire. Can you get it up on your computer? Um, I can. I'll I'll just explain what it is. Um, it is a voice message feature. Oh. So listeners of the show can go to a special link, which, if we think this is a good idea, I can put it in the description of this of this episode. Mm-hmm. And then you go to that link, mm-hmm. and you just uh on your your web browser, it'll come up with a little thing that says, "Do you want to allow microphone access?" And you hit allow. And then you can send in a voice message of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then ideally on future episodes of the podcast, I can just play them from my phone and we can hear what the people have to say. Because obviously I don't want to edit. I don't want to have to split up the podcast and insert a voice message in between it. So, but it, but it, 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 so it's really accessible for them to do. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, you click on the link and it takes you right there and you just record. And so it. I know that we don't often bring up other podcasts, but I think you know what I'm thinking of. Yes. <laughs> so there's, there's a... I, because this is an edge we have over that podcast now. Yeah. It is. I think, I, you know what, let's, this is, I reckon let's bring this up. All right, let's go. I'm, I'm going to go for it. All right, so some of you may be aware of our rivals in the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> our, big, our, our major rivals. Our major rivals slash heroes. <laughs> uh, the Hamish and Andy podcast. And it's well known that there's a large amount of difficulty uploading a voice memo to that podcast. And they indeed have people submitting voice memos. Uh, and... This it they sounds have a, like a WhatsApp or something you have to upload. No, no, they don't have a WhatsApp. They don't. They, they you have, have to go to your their website site, then you have to record an audio file, upload it to computer, go to their website, then upload the audio file from your computer to the website. And having not done it myself, because I've heard of the arduous journey that many yes, of many course, others of have, have undertaken to upload it, but ours sounds way more accessible. You just go to a link and then record from the microphone. Yeah, and then it just pops it into our uh, inbox, inbox, and then we just. Uh, can play it and and put it in wherever. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think definitely put the link to that in the description. Then we'll um, yeah, because I think that's a concrete evidence for us becoming better than Hamish and Andy. Yeah. And which is really <laughs> that's, we can put that on our on our thing easier than Hamish and Andy. Easier than Hamish and Andy. We should market ourselves as easier than Hamish and Andy. Sounds good. This is a real big brand move as well because you know why. Because if one of our listeners then sends this into Hamish and Eddie, then they've put, they mention us on their Oh, podcast. yeah, then we get huge. We get huge, huge base on that. And I then, mean, not, and then not Hamish, huge, really, because we're already so big sorry, compared sorry. to Hamish and As Eddie. in huge, huger. Huger, huger. huger. Yes. And then, huge. And then someone who's heard through that medium comes back and listens to this episode of the podcast. And they realise that right now I'm speaking about them. And they're looking welcome, at the, Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. Well, well, no, welcome, not welcome back. Well, I suppose if you're here, you probably would have listened to... It's very unlikely yeah. that you've jumped straight into Yeah, because this by point. the time we are mentioned, probably, presumably, it, we would have already had several more episodes by now. True. True. Do you want to do... You know what? This is an unplanned. Spontaneous movie chat. Do you want to All just right. chat about movies? <laughs> I right. saw two movies over the weekend. <laughs> All so, right. You know what I finally saw, which I've been wanting to see for ages? Um, oh, yeah, true. I'll let you guess. Um, Wait, right. do you want to do 20 questions? <laughs> yes, 20 questions. Uh, do you want to do a spontaneous 20 questions? <laughs> this is, no, let's not. No. <laughs> is, this isn't your segment, right? This no, is this isn't my segment. Okay, yeah, let's not do 20 questions because otherwise we'll... My, my, my segment is also movie themed, but it's not about a movie that okay, I saw. Okay, okay. I'm just going to guess. I'll give you Was three guesses. Stuart Little? No, but... For some reason, that is kind of related to my. <laughs> Not really. It's just also about an animal. Anyway, um, I don't. I don't have any urge to watch Stuart Little again. Like I'm glad I've seen it, 
but it's not that sparkling and we memory. only had the sequel on dvd as a There's as a kid apparently i better. had a, a game a computer game oh yes <laughs> okay apparently my mum i think we talked about this on a podcast didn't we yeah and then my mum messaged me shout out to my mum shout out to paul simon before we forget as well um i'm sure my mum will be glad to be mentioned in the same <laughs> sentence as paul simon um she messaged me and was like, we had a Stuart Lydia vi- little video game on like the computer, which I don't remember, but there you go. Yeah. I think it was like, like, this is like real old school computer, I'm pretty sure. Like, you know, not one of these fan dangled news ones that are like thin screens. Like this was like, you know. The bulky, the bulky ones. Thick. Yeah. With at least three or four seats. MS-DOS kind yes. of. As in like had the little paperclip on, on Windows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I missed that paperclip. I think <laughs> there was another helpful animation as well, apart from the paperclip as well. I don't know. But before yeah. my time. Before. No, it wasn't. We were alive at the same time. <laughs> no, it was six um, months. Unless it was when difference. I was five months old. <laughs> I barely remember things when I'm five years old, let alone <laughs> five months old. Um, um, Alright, so it wasn't Stuart Little. was well, it Star Wars? I've seen Star Wars. Oh, have you? Oh, was it... As in, I've seen... Well, I've not seen the prequels. Yeah, alright. Was it one but of the Star Wars prequels? No, it wasn't any... It uh, wasn't Star Was Wars. it Percy Jackson the movie? No, we discussed watching that, but I was like, because I strong, because the thing is, I like I got really into the books when I was younger, and then I watched the movie, and I hated the movie, because <laughs> if you've read, if you've even sniffed the books, <laughs> I saw the movie before I read the books, and I was like, oh, this is a decent movie, and then I read the books, and I was like, oh, they butchered you, <laughs> they <laughs> poor child, you poor poor <laughs> thing, they, 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 I really want to reread the books. Yeah, there yeah. was a there was a brief time where a lot of uh my my colleagues my my peers were were rereading them yeah i feel like it's not that that time hasn't stopped at least in rachel's world and she's rachel's deep in this has become a very weird spontaneous segment (laughs) um but um also i noticed that you've been like just late what i've what i've enjoyed and you as listeners may have noticed as well on spotify josh has a summary of the episode, then just segments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just so... Someone's like a brutalist. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? How should I do it? I don't know, just a list of segments without the title segments. Oh, well, you know, I like... I don't want people to get confused with what the list is. You know? No, no, I think I think go with... I think we got to roll with it, to be honest. I like... It's, I was just taken aback when I saw it. But, like, it looked like a run sheet. But that's all right. I think let's go with it. Uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't the Percy Jackson film. Alright, well, that's three yeses. Three yeses. <laughs> it was Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, right. That yes. is such a good movie. Yeah. Like, genuinely. Well, animated film of the year. Yeah, as in, like, close to film of the year. Right? Like, it was very good. I think, I think what I liked about it is that it... A lot of films these days, like, just try and build up to at least a two-hour runtime. They just have a lot of filler. And they just kind of have these, like, dull, slow moments. Which I get is to build... <coughs> oh, bless you. Oh, we're going to have to edit the podcast now. Why? <laughs> you can't sneeze in a podcast. We'll have to cut that bit out. It was so spontaneous. Oh, it was probably my true reflex. Your what? Hang on, hang on. Can we finish this tangent before I explain <laughs> okay, this? Well, this episode, this episode's going to have... You would have a lot of work on this segments list. Um, what was I going to say? Um, it, like, it doesn't slow down. It's like fast-paced the whole way going. It's, it's really good. It's like it's... It keeps going the entire time. There's a, there's one bit at the end where you think it's going to do like a very tropey thing that I don't... Like a very tropey thing with its female lead character that I don't like that a lot of films do with their female lead character. And it like, it sets it up as if it's about to do that and it's about to do that and then it snaps away from that. And I like I like that it like is like, we're not doing that. I know. Um, I know other people who have appreciated that they didn't do that either. Um, yeah, it was just it's just a good film. Good soundtrack as well. Yeah. Just in general, just a good time. You've seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who has what? Elephants in the soundtrack. They they took elephant, uh, what are they, toots? (laughs) 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 What sound does an elephant make? What what sound does an elephant make? Well, you know, dogs bark and cats meow. Cats meow and elephants go bark. (laughs) What does the elephant say? It does a toot, right? Toot, 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 toot. Yeah, they, they took... Uh, they recorded I'm pretty sure, hang on, I'm pretty sure elephants are in the What Does the Fox Say lyrics. You keep talking, I'm getting the What Does the Fox Say lyrics up. Okay. Also, by the way, Here Comes the Sun was in the B movie. Oh, I've got the clip go. of that here on my phone. I forgot to mention this. Um, so, play on. Um, 
the they took the sound of an elephant, whatever sound it makes, and then they kind of distorted it a bit, and that's part of the motif for the 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 oh, I, I forget their name the <laughs> the, the, the well, not one of the villain characters. That's not the big dog. That's one of the minor villain characters. He the, the that one... rides the motorcycle and stuff. Oh, the one with the spoiler and really yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Part of his theme has like elephants and stuff in it. Ah, well, according to Ilvis, the uh, who it was the, the band who wrote the, the oh, what the does the fox say? It's just called the fox. Ah, huh. it's not called what the fox says, but the uh, the seventh line of the song is, and the elephant goes toot. Oh, there you go. There you I go. was right. I was right. <laughs> Do you want to hear some of the... Like, they're pretty accurate. Dog goes woof. Cat goes meow. Will I get copyright suit for listing lyrics? No. No? I suppose I'm just saying animal noises are. <laughs> yeah. Birds. I have tweet. a fun story about what a dog says. Because in the in the film um, Smuggling Hendrix, which we talked about earlier... We did. On a, we on, did. On an earlier episode of the podcast, there's a scene in it where they're talking about what a dog says in different languages. Mm. But they're talking about it with a smuggling ring boss who's just this big bald guy that looks like he could demolish you in five seconds and he's, he goes what sound does a dog make in Polish <laughs> and then they basically just have to go through what a dog says in different languages and I think in Polish it goes how how oh right so they're literally saying how how is a how how yeah <laughs> That's yeah. That's that's more. It was like just a, a very funny out. scene. If that, you if you're interested in smuggling Hendrix, that was one of my favorites. Did we end up finding like a way to watch smuggling Hendrix? Uh, it said it was on Amazon Prime, but then I don't know if it actually is. There you go. We'll, we'll watch it <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Boys night. <laughs> Boys night in. Boys night in. No girls allowed. <laughs> Sorry, Jane and Rachel, if you hear this, we're watching smuggling Hendrix without you. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any other. Oh no, the rest of them are just just, just describing the fox. Um, like an angel in disguise is one of the... Ooh. That was such a weird song. <laughs> like, it's just so big. And then, I hate I hate that I have to say this, but I, I was uh, in computer I mean, science. I mean, to be fair, okay, I don't know what you're about to say, but you don't have to say it. No, but... <laughs> well, it's more of a the state of the world we live in. I was uh, have done some computer science courses and they enjoy... Wow, big dog. Uh, but do you have a like, minor in computer science? Yeah, right? I do. And they enjoy just putting pop culture references in, but because they only write these like once every five years or whatever, yeah. so there's still references to what does the fox say in a course in 2019. When when was that song be? Like 2013? Uh, I can tell you exactly the year it was released. Um, 2013? Yeah, 2013. You know, still, <laughs> and no one references it anymore. You know it got a World Music Award for World Best Song nomination? Hasn't it got They'll nominated? Nominate anything these days. Well, do you want to see what it nominated? Are there podcast nominated? awards? Could we win a podcast? Well, there are podcast awards, yes. <laughs> Could we win? Can we nominate ourselves? Because then we can say <laughs> nominated for world's best podcast. Do you want to just, you just want to put that on your CV, don't you? <laughs> nominated for world's Nomin- best podcast. It's like how all those bad movies that have, you, you know a movie's bad when you look at the box and it says, nominated for 100 awards but it didn't win any of them because it was just propped up by you know money, oh, money. or whatever yeah but we don't have money well <laughs> but if any of our listeners want to nominate us for a podcast yeah, award please do or give us money <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily for podcasting <laughs> you know I'll take anything <laughs> but this has gotten what was the thing I was going to... Talk, you're talking about movies. You're talking about Spider-Verse. Yeah. You watched two movies. Oh, yeah. The other, I, watched, I watched a Netflix movie that was actually good. Surely not. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did. Uh, what was it called? Um, uh, I, I, it's like, it's very recent. Uh, I, hang on, is this... I have, to, I have to double check. I think it's this film. Yeah, I did. The half of it. It's a, ne- it's a Netflix film. Actually, a pretty good film. Um, like a surprisingly like, like it sets itself itself up as like a like a like a, a bad like, like high school rom com thing. But actually, has like it's actually quite interesting. Uh, it has a really like 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 nice like LGBT uh, 
quick community story in it. It's like it's really yeah, it's just a good film. Yeah. Like genuinely wasn't ex- like I was like I was like, I think I also went into it because it was like he's like sounds like like I think I saw the trailer and I was like, is this okay. the one about the two high school kids? Was that a different? It does feature several high school kids, but is like, it, what's the story about again? Well, I don't. How can I? I could probably summarize the trailer. Because I've seen one. I've seen. So it's basically about this. It's about, it's about this, this girl who's like the top of her class. Yeah. And she like is like students pay her to write essays for her, and then someone asks to pay her to write a love letter for this. Oh this no, girl. I haven't seen this oh, one. Okay. I've seen a different one also with an uh, LGBTIQ. But the but the twist here is that the twi- the twist here is Spoilers. so the, well it's not the twist isn't it's in the trailer. Oh right. Is that um, is that. So, like, the school jock asks her, like, a, a jock from the school asks her to write a love letter for this girl, and she also is in love with the girl. Oh, and there's a whole... Da- and wow. there's actually, like, <laughs> like, there's some nice stories that come out of it. Also, just as, uh, as I mentioned, so, because when we were saying that, I said LGBTQ, and then I also said queer community, which is, because this is something, I think I mentioned it, like, I, I was used that, because here at AMU, queer is used as an umbrella term. Um, but I realised that's not the case everywhere. That's yeah. True. Because I, I think I used it as an umbrella term when I was back in Perth talking to someone and they were taken aback by me using the term. I was like, oh, A&U is used as an, an umbrella term. But for any of our listeners who are not aware of it as an umbrella term. Yeah. And by umbrella term, we mean all-encompassing term. Yes. Um, anyway, this was a very tangential... <laughs> Have you seen any good music, movies lately? Uh, I saw Fargo the other week. I've heard about it. What's that about? Um, it's about... A, a man and he's got money issues and so he arranges we're very good for, at describing movies <laughs> detailed aren't we he arranges for his wife to be kidnapped oh because her father so his father-in-law yeah. is quite wealthy uh-huh. so then he wants to get the ransom money for his wife right uh, but then everything goes terribly um, is his wife in on it no this is horrible yeah it's and then, uh, so people end up getting shot and then there's oh an my. investigation and then because there's an investigation, they have to like shoot more people to cover their tracks. So then, so then Is it meant to be a comedy? It's a dark comedy. Yeah. I, like, I feel like it's a very like dark comedy. Yeah. 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 It's so it's, it has f- funny moments, I would say, but it's quite, uh, it's more funny because of the scenario. In it's that, like it's like, funny that it's almost like so ridiculous. Like when you yeah, get into yeah. it, like, you know, like you're watching it, like it, it is a train wreck, and it's kind of like <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. This is like happening. even though it's really bad, it's just and it's like yeah, <laughs> like I can see how that would be. Funny. And also, uh, but on Fargo, at the start of the film, it tells you this isn't based on a true story. This is a true story, or something along those lines. And then we looked it up after the movie, and it's not based on a true story at all. They just put that there so that you think you're watching a true story, even though it's not actually a true story. Yeah, they a lot of, made it up. A lot of films do that. They say, so for example, Wolf Creek, they say based on a true story, right? Have you seen Wolf Creek? No. And so it's set in, so it's set in, something that really annoys me about Wolf Creek is they show the sun rising over the ocean because the people who filmed it were from the eastern states. But it's set in WA, where the sun sets over the ocean. <laughs> I remember this like ten minutes in the film. This is really pissing me off. And it's like it's this really scary horror film. Um, and they say it's based on a true story. And then you go through and watch it, and it's like wow, this is like a like it's quite a scary thing. But it's just based on Ivan the Lat, who was a serial killer in New South Wales, not in northwestern WA. And as they like, they modelled um, the main character. Who actually has the same name as someone I know? Oh, because the name is the main character's name is Michael Taylor. Oh, <laughs> or Mick oh. Taylor. I'm pretty sure. Um, and we we know a Mo- Michael. Shout out Taylor. to Michael Taylor. <laughs> um, you're a serial killer now. <laughs> um, is so they're they're modelled off, even Malat. Um, and but there's like no other relation. Although we've done a Rogaine in the forest where... Sorry, this is a complete tangent. We've done a Rogaine in the forest where... Wait, that was the... Fo- the fo- Rogaine we did in first year? Yeah. Um, that was a very scary Rogaine. There were several cars that were just left abandoned <laughs> in there. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Rogaining is like kind of... An adventure it's, race. It's, it's team orienteering and you have kind of choice over the route. It's like, yeah, you kind of have like several hours to try and find as many checkpoints in the bushes you can. And it was one of the ones we did back in first year. 
because I did it with um Kelvin. Shout out to Kelvin. If, shout out to Kelvin Brody or Andy if you're listening. I did it with those three guys. Um, and we're just running like along this like fire trail. It's about like ten o'clock at night, pitch black. And Andy turns to us and says, "This is the forest where even Malak killed those people, by the way." And we're like, "Andy, why would you tell us that now? <laughs> like, it's just like in the middle of the forest." Um, yeah, who did you do that with Rogan with? Uh, Not that this is relevant to anyone on the podcast. I did it with people I can't remember their names. Oh, you are horrible. <laughs> I, but I remember, I, I, I could describe them and you could tell me that. <laughs> that was, no, because that would not be enjoyable for the listeners at all. I I um, I um injured my shoulder on that Rogaine, actually, because I hit a rock and I braced my fall on my shoulder. And so, because I intentionally like threw all my weight onto my shoulder so I wouldn't hurt my legs. But then I ended up getting like a, I think I got like a mild soft tissue injury in my shoulder or something like that. Because like I couldn't like, like play frisbee for a while because my shoulder was still like, was like bad for months. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I um, damaged my tracky pants on, on that row game and I still How? haven't stitched them up. Did you, were you running in them? Yeah, I was, I was running in them because I thought it was going to be cold and it was quite cold for me anyway. I get colder than most people. And then uh, we were running along and there were all these prickly bushes and yeah. at one point ran through them and it just caught and snagged and I still haven't fixed my tracky pants so they've still got uh, just a flappy hole in them that's like I've had people offering to help me stitch up my um one of my hoodies since like second year I think you know which hoodie I'm talking about and they're like all your clothes fall apart half your shirts have holes in them not half of them close to half close to I just don't I just don't replace clothes it's, it's like, you know, you're going out and it's just a t-shirt. You can't see the holes. I don't have, it's not that many holes. You're just thinking, because Josh and I happen to own the same t-shirt. And you're just thinking, because I have two of that shirt and they both have holes in them now. Yeah, and lots of your other shirts. The one, what I'm wearing right now doesn't have a shirt hole in it. Yeah, but that's a new shirt. <laughs> that this year. <laughs> you got me this shirt. No, you weren't, you weren't there when this shirt was got for me. Though. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a good shirt. Yeah, you should yeah. buy more of them. <laughs> buy more t-shirts. Um, oh, I was going to tell you about the Archu reflex. Yes. So, it's something that I think 1% of the population has, something like that. Or I think like maybe like 1% of it has a very severe and like a large percent has it's not as bad. as like 3% has it not as bad. But basically when you see a bright light, you sneeze. Oh yeah, like lo- loads of people have that. Yeah, yeah. It's called the Archu reflex. Yeah, but I, there wasn't a bright light when you sneezed. Yeah, but it's a sudden it's a sudden light, isn't it? You, you didn't sneeze when you walked in here. You sneezed after you'd been in here and grew accustomed to the light. And no, then... I reckon no, because I was if I was lo- I was looking at the light for a bit further time. <laughs> anyway, my mum, my mom, so my mum is like very intelligent woman, like like very like she has a science degree in nursing. You're just you're just saying this because she's listening. No, 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 because I'm about to bag her out. <laughs> <laughs> the <As> classic. <laughs> Mum, you, you know you're really great. Can I have $50, please? <laughs> Except it's... Is that, is it, Mum, you're really great. But, but I'm about to say something. <laughs> uh, but she doesn't believe the achieve reflex is a thing. Isn't it that... Is... As in, me and my dad have found scientific... have gotten up scientific papers on it being a thing. Whereas she just... I think is it's this a thing that's like climate change denial or something, but instead of something actually serious, it's just I reckon people it's, sneeze in bright lights. I reckon, I reckon she doesn't believe it out of stubbornness. Out of, despite, despite my dad. Because I think it's been a long-running joke. And then, I think she was quite annoyed when I also had the, had the, had this, I was about to say have the ability. <laughs> I have the ability to have this superpower that if I look at the sun, I can sneeze. Um, well, actually, in present times, it's like, it's bad. To be able to just like sneeze out of the blue, because if you look, if no. you walk, as in if you're in public and you accidentally look up at a bright light and then you sneeze, well, that's because like people don't know the uh, true reflex. Yeah. Well, and also they they clearly don't know the the symptoms if they're anyway. Remember, <laughs> yes, I do one. remember rule number um, one. We're steering <laughs> Wait, you're the, you steered us there. <laughs> I'm steering us away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the true reflex is is a is a fun thing. Um, there's find some applications on it. If anyone just wants to learn more, uh, Google like Scholar. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> the only your mum joke that is allowed. <laughs> Who doesn't believe in the in the your mum? I can't even think of a funny way to say it. But yeah. Anyway, the, that wasn't 
a very interesting tangent, was it? No. No, let's go away. Yeah. <laughs> We're to me, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so this segment um, is it's going to be an odd... You're not going to expect this to... This. Um, I only came with this last night. I just got found out... There's a lot of... The Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> there's a lot of... There's just a lot of interesting things about it. Yeah. So I thought it was just a film that came out in 2007. No. No. no oh, no, you no, do no. also know about this. Yeah. So... Alvin and the Chipmunks, very famous in the music industry. Ah, right. So you probably know... Oh, of course, because you're a music nerd. You would know about it. My, well, my dad listened to Alvin and the Chipmunks when he was growing up. Really? Well, I don't think, like... Li- I, that's probably bagging him out. I'm not saying he would, like, deliberately listen to it. <laughs> I mean, he heard them, like, when they were played on well, when TV. You, when do you think whatever. Alvin and the Chipmunks was first... Uh, it was in the 60s, I believe. 1958? Yeah. By Ross Bagdasarian Sr. And then it was actually his son, Ross Bagdasarian Jr. and his and Ross Jr.'s partner, Janice Carmen, who um, did all the films recently. Um, that's actually one of my... One of my... The interesting facts, right? So, Ross was born in 1949, Janice was born in 1954. Um, and they did the films when they were... Because then they, they did... Like, I'll explain all the voices they did. But in the films that gained, gained a lot of popularity, they did some of the singing when they were in their 50s and 60s. So, when you listen... Watch Alvin and the Chipmunks, the film, that's a... Those are fifty-year-olds doing some of the scenes. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't matter because it's the well, the way they did this. The way they did this back in the the fifties and sixties was that they would speed up the recording to get the the sound effects. And you know, it was the first song that was ever done that way, and was done by. You probably know the answer to this. Hang on, I'll ask this. Maybe I'll turn this into a quiz because you probably know some of the answers. Uh Oh, (laughs) I'm in danger. What was the first song? And it was done by Ros Bagdasarian Senior. What was the first song to be done in that, the quote-unquote chipmunk style, where this is sped up? Wasn't it the Christmas song? No, it was The Witch Doctor. As in... The what now? Have you not heard this? I told the witch doctor I was in love with you, do 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 Because it's got the riff that goes, And he told me, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Surely you've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. Part. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that song was the first ever... That was by... It technically, it's not classified as an Alvin and the Chipmunks song because it's not three it's not different original. voices. Oh. No, no, it's, it's an original song. Oh, it's an original as Alvin like, and the Oh, Ross Senior wrote it. Oh. Because um, also, so they're called the Seville Kids. And the reason is because Ross Senior, before he became the Chipmunk Man, his... <laughs> the Chipmunk Man. The Chipmunk Man. <laughs> his stage name was David Seville. Yeah, which is the... The, the, the dad in the, the film. The adopted dad, yeah. The adopted dad in the film, yeah. Um... When did you... So they, they actually made it... So it was started just as a musical band, like a, as a novelty musical band, the, which your dad listened to, apparently. And then... <laughs> well, it's, when, when, I, when I say listened, he didn't... He, I want to say he wasn't like a fan, he just like happened to hear them on the radio or whatever. Not like my mum, who happens... <laughs> she doesn't happen to disagree with her. She adamantly disagrees <laughs> with the true reflex. Um, so when... Okay, so it first came... Like in move beyond the audio medium as a TV show. When do you reckon the TV show started? Uh, sixty four. Oh, okay, no, eighty one. Eighty one. But it's still uh, going today. As in, it's been going for forty years. As it's been an Alvin and the Chipmunks TV show. Sure, we got. It's, it is. Well, they're different TV shows. But they're yeah, all yeah, Alvin yeah. and the Chipmunks TV shows, which I just didn't believe either. I was like, no way, is that a thing? I just think this moment, it is recording, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, how bad would it be? <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, it's been going for nearly 40 years. And then the film in 2007, I think. Yeah, 2000. 2000 wasn't it 2001? What was it said? I thought it was 2007. I, 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 unbelievably, I've written down a lot of trivia. <laughs> I didn't write down the, the date of that film. <laughs> um, but the first, the, the, the actual first film was in 1987. And it was a director video film. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a classic. And they did, yeah. and then they did one in nineteen eighty seven, and they did three in the space of four years, um, and they were. Oh no, I typed one of the names twice, but I think I remember. Anyway, but they were do you want to... Okay, so they're all. Uh, they were all titled "Alvin the Chipmunks Meet Blah," 
All right. Oh, right. And I'm going to give you... like a celebrity? It's... Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to list... I'm going to list uh, five things. And you have to guess which of the five are real. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein. Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Barbara Streisand. Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Dracula. Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Michael Jackson. Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the werewolf. Which one of those, uh, two of those five do you think are real? Wait, which... So two of, two of those five are correct, are real. Oh, two of the... I thought you said there were three. There was three, but it doesn't have that same structure in the title, I realised. Oh, okay, okay. Two of those five are... Two real. of those five are real. Um, Michael Jackson, for sure. <laughs> he would have done... He would have done something you stupid reckon? like that. Um, and then... Uh, I reckon Dr- Dracula, but like this, the the Sesame Street <laughs> version. So those two were made up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really see me stutter when I was trying to think of like a celebrity from that era. I I don't like that I picked Michael Jackson though because don't condone any of the no. things that Michael Jackson did. But he um, did. He would have done something like that. Michael Jackson is exactly the kind of person who would have done that. Barbara Streisand wasn't real either. But there is an Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein and an Alvin and the Chipmunks meets the werewolf. Those are both real feels. There's also, there's also a film which I realise I should have looked more into what this is because it's a fantastic title. Little Alvin and the Mini Monks. Oh, is that like Arthur and the Mini Moys? Oh, maybe. What was Arthur and the Mini Moys about? Because I know the film name. Um, it's... It's, it's about the boy and he gets shrunk down into the, oh, the miniature that's right. uh, like group of people. No, that's Arthur and the Invisibles. Uh, it was different names in different regions. Oh, but maybe Arthur and the Invisibles is a remake of the Arthur and the Invisibles. No, I think it was like Arthur and the Invisibles in like the US and it was Minnie Moyes in like oh, somewhere else. Or maybe Minnie Moyes was the name of the people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was, it's like how the Avengers is called Avengers Assemble in the US and just the Avengers everywhere Wait, else in the world. Actually. Yeah. Is every film Avengers Assemble? What? 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 As in like, it's Avengers Assemble, Age of Ultron, Avengers Assemble. No, 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 Infinity it's War. just the first, the first one. Oh, the, the first one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why, why is it called? I don't know. I think it's something to do with licensing. Maybe they thought There probably was like some director video film in the US <laughs> called <laughs> The Avengers. Actually, that's probably what it is. I mean, I, it was surprising because the UK has The Avengers, the... 1960s TV show. Was that about the Avengers? And- no, it's it's like a spy TV show thing, like Mission Impossible or whatever. Yeah, fair. Or it's like the America do like have weird, like they call things. Oh, I just remember like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone as opposed to yeah, the Sorcerer's Stone. Stone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there there was, and then so in those in those director video films, so that was so. Ross Senior came up with Alvin and the Chipmunks, but then Ross Junior and Janice Carmen with their like the actual making it into a film thing and a TV thing. It was their brainchild, and they voiced so Ross voiced all the male chipmunks and and Janice voiced all the female chip, chipmunks in the first three films. Um, and then because there's also there's, there's the you don't have them in the first movie, but there's there's the the chipettes. Yes. In the, we're getting deep into the into <laughs> the Alvin War. <laughs> like this was literally, I was just I was just reading up on this last night. I was like, how is there this much Alvin and the Chipmunks like law? Like I could be reading so many more. Inter- I have a thesis to work on, but instead I was reading on you this. Could have done your thesis on Alvin and the Chipmunks. True, true. Alvin and the Bagulli above transformation. <laughs> um, and um. Yeah, so I've got the fact here, like, in the most... And they were still voicing them in the most recent films. So they were, like, in their 60s. Um, but, yeah. So I, I, I then looked up the voices of the, the chipmunks in the recent films, just to see what else they'd been in. Um, which is... Because this purely happened because I looked at the voices of Alvin and was like, I've seen that... So I've been watching New Girl with Rachel, and he plays, like, a character who... Was in some of the early seasons, and then comes back for one episode later, which we oh. just happened to watch. Oh. And he's in a few episodes of New Girl. I was like, "Hang on a second, I know that face." <laughs> but he was also he was also a character in Herbie Fully Loaded, oh. as in the Herbie film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's not just just not, not that into you, which is like I've not seen it, but I've heard of it as like a one of those well known rom coms. Um, and then um, the the voice of so that's the voice of Alvin, as well as like isn't uh, like. 
they're like double teamed doesn't like they have this voice and then also Ross Jr. Um, and then the voice of Simon Matthew Gray Goobler which is an exceptional last name Goobler um, is the lead in Criminal Minds which, oh. which is like a TV show <laughs> a with very like, big TV a very big yeah. TV show with like 20 seasons it's the voice of a chipmunk in an album and the chipmunks um, and the voice of Theodore who isn't a significant enough actor for me to remember to written down their name <laughs> Just like Theodore. <laughs> I was I was literally like directly like what's the third chipmunk's name? Um, but they've done a lot of Law and Order and CSI. Oh. And I was like, oh, why are they both interested in crime shows? And then um, there was also a double up between because the voice of Brittany and so these are the chipettes now. Sorry, you sound like some conspiracy theorist, like pointing at your board, going, "It's all connected." <laughs> it's all... <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks is actually a crime show. So the voice of Brittany, Christina Applegate, is the lead, in, the lead uh, lady in the Anchorman franchise. Oh, and then the voice of one of the other ones, Eleanor, Amy Poehler, um, has also been in the Anchorman franchise. Yeah, isn't Amy Poehler a famous comedian? Oh, she's way... She's huge. As yeah. in, like, she's... So she was Leslie Nope in Parks and Rec. Yeah. yeah. So Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec and also Joy from Inside Out yeah. is one of the chipettes. <laughs> um, and then the the third one is the... <laughs> the third one. The Jeanette. I can't remember. I can't remember the name. <laughs> Jeanette the Chipette is the lead in the Scream films, which is... I don't know if you've seen... Oh, them. they're a horror... They're like horror... They're funny horror films. Like, yeah, I've seen one of them. Cheap. They're, like, they're like cheap. They're like parodies of horror yeah, films. Yeah. Like, I think I've watched one with my parents. They're like... They're, they're really bad. But they're really funny. As in, they're intended to be, like... Yeah, yeah. Really bad films. But, like, they're funny because they're really bad. But, yeah, the, she's the lead in the, in the Scream films. It's also the film... The, the voice of one of the female chipmunks. And she's also the lead in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, there you go. I was like... And it makes sense, right? Like, like actress, actors and actresses... Um, like do lots of different things but I was just like kind of like fascinated like oh look at all, all this other stuff they've been in and then like they also play a chipmunk you know yeah well it's like uh, the, the most famous voice actor I can think of is Mark Hamill famously played Luke Skywalker in the yeah. Star Wars trilogy is also perhaps the most recognisable voice of the Joker in most of the animated Batman Stuff really, yes. I've not seen among other animated. among other things as well. Mm. Like he's voiced a lot of um, like animated characters. Yeah, that was pretty much what he did after Star Wars. Was he like didn't really take on any live action stuff. He just did voice acting. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it would be hard as well because you so after a film like that, you're so recognizable as yeah. that as that character. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is, I suppose it's interesting to think that like. Because I suppose that quite a few of the actors from that film became... Well, I suppose Harrison Ford was already a big name. Will he be? Yeah. I don't know. Was Indiana Jones... I thought Indiana Jones came afterwards. Because... Oh, who played Leia? I've heard a horrible Carrie one. Fisher. Like, Carrie Fisher. Was that... Because Carrie Fisher was obviously quite big. Uh, but that was... Yeah, that would have been... No, yeah, she would have gotten big after Star Wars. Yeah. They were all pretty unknown, I think. Oh, okay. Well, Star Wars was how they became known. Yeah. Yeah. Because Harrison Ford was a carpenter or something. And then he just got approached by George Lucas. It was like, do you want to play this character in a movie? That's right. I think I was like flicking through one of these things the other day. It was like, yeah, like how these people got into their roles. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty, like, pretty crazy to to think. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's obviously done a lot. I was about to say, yeah, Harrison Ford's done a few things, hasn't he? But I mean, you, you know, even Harrison Ford hasn't done, like, other than Indiana Jones and star wars like he's had a couple of roles but like not anything massive yeah true like not the staying power that you think of like a lot of other actors yeah you know like not like a tom cruise or a liam neeson or a it's 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 part of the um the danger of oh this just reminds me of something completely unrelated you know we're talking about um how i like the hulk a lot as an avengers character yes i think i just really like mark ruffalo i saw spotlight this was like two months ago I watched Spotlight. Does Spotlight also have Robert Downey Jr. in it? No. Or another Marvel actor in it? I don't think so. I think Ruffalo is the only one in it. Oh. But like, so have you seen Spotlight? I have not. It is a really good film. As in, it's like, you can, like, like, because it won Best Picture. 
It's interesting because it won Best Picture and I think like one of the other nominees that year was The Big Short, which is a similar kind of film. And we watched Spotlight and then The Big Short a week later. And like, The Big Short's really good, but it's nowhere near as good as Spotlight. Like, Spotlight is phenomenal as a film. Um, yeah, the yeah, only I, movie, other movie that I can think of, like straight away with Mark Ruffalo in it, is uh, Cat, uh, no, Now You See Me. The magic. The magic. <laughs> well, this is the that. thing. I realise that I think I just really like Mark Ruffalo as an actor. Like, maybe that's part of the reason why I like The Hulk, because I'm a big Mark Ruffalo fan. But then, like, I've only seen, like, those movies with him in it, and I just think he's a good actor. Yeah. You haven't even seen The Incredible Hulk. We've established this. <laughs> yeah, true. a Hulk fan if you haven't seen the solo movie. <laughs> yeah, true. Mark Ruffalo's not done much other stuff, has he? But he was big before he did um, Avengers. Yeah, uh, decently big. Decently big. Not as not as big as the Hulk. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> not, not as not as not as imposing. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting when you said that like Mark Hamill was recognizable as the voice of the Joker. Because well, I, I don't mean recognizable. I mean that was like, something like he did. Because when I say because I, I think the first because I didn't, I didn't really watch Batman or anything growing up, but I saw the films and then like seeing the Dark Knight with Heath Ledger as the Joker is kind of like that. He that's that was just such an iconic performance that like yeah. Yeah, well, I think it was interesting because the Batman animated stuff is kind of its own continuity. So all the so the okay. animated TV show and all the like, there's a lot of other things that tie into that TV yeah. show. Yeah. So Hamill's Joker was kind of <laughs> that Joker for that period of time, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, I mean, it was too early for our generation but like kind of the generation yeah. above us that grew up with those like they would have grown up with Star Wars and then uh, Mark, and the Mark Hamill as the Joker and Batman and stuff that's kind of one of the definitive like Joker performances I guess yeah yeah, yeah. it is it is interesting I think this is something that like um, is when you when something is like remade as a film or something like that in your lifetime you almost like 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 I know when the Batman films came out like like, because we would have been, like, six or seven, right? Like, I'd not really, like... The first one. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, you almost, like... You're, like... As in, like, I didn't watch it when it came out. Like, I wasn't allowed quite... to watch it. No, neither. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think I thought it was, like, 15 or something like that, right? But, like, you kind of, like... For, it's interesting, like, when that first comes out, that's almost the first time you hear of it. Yeah. And so you think, oh, that's... That's... And you associate everything with that Batman, and then you realise it's been going back for ages. It's, like... Alvin and the Chipmunks, I didn't realise until I did this digging that it was a thing before... <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks, very similar to Batman, really. Uh, really? Like, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks and Batman. Alvin is Batman. Which Chipmunk do you think you are? Um, which... You're going to say I'm Theodore or something. No, I don't... I, I honestly don't remember any of You're definitely Simon. I'm saying that because you wear glasses. And you... Oh, yeah, I do remember Simon being the nerdy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Alvin's a bit of a show. Uh, like, I'll take that. I think I like Simon more than I like Alvin, to be honest. Alvin's too much of a show. Alvin's a bit of a jerk, yeah. 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 Oh, but then there's also... I thought... There was something about... I want to... A part of me wants to see the set... Like, I don't really want to care about the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. That being said, I just did all this reading on them. But, like, I want to see them... Because there's that, that, like, the bit from the trailer where they do bad romance. And they hit that high note. I want to see it just for that little, like, a sequence. Just for that, that moment. The weird thing about the second mo- Alvin and the Chipmunks movie is that... Have you seen all the, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Of course I've seen them. The, <laughs> oh, wait, have you seen all four? I haven't seen all four. I think I've seen the first three. Um, I did not see the road chip. <laughs> um, Do you remember when Griffin was saddling his Strava runs after Alvin and the yeah. Chipmunks? And he just started... It, he ran out of them, so he just started inventing names. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was fantastic. All yeah. the female chipmunks are sexualized. Like they all have oh, lipstick and, good. and like yeah, uh, feminine bodies and stuff. It's really weird. It's I feel like really feminine. Weird. I feel like feminine feminine bodies isn't the phrase you're looking for. Do you mean just like <laughs> sexualized? Yeah, just, just sexualized, sexualized bodies. bodies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like with curves and stuff. <laughs> when they don't need them, they're chipmunks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really weird. Your words aren't quite saying what you, I think you're trying to say. Um, so we want to be careful, but I think I get the point you're trying to make is that they're unnecessarily sexualized. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's the disappointing thing about modern media, isn't it? 
They're chipmunks. <laughs> they don't need to be sexualized. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or it's like, if you just like watch any like, yeah, like random kids TV show, like you was like, why is this character sexualized? For, for no reason. Yeah. This got, this got very tangented, didn't it? Uh, and the road ship came out the same day Star Wars Episode Seven released. And of course, we all know Star Wars Episode Seven bombed and the road ship did incredibly well. Exactly. And it was Disney's fault for putting... Star Wars on the same day as an Alvin and the Chipmunks sequel. I actually got to go to a... I know this isn't the joke that you were trying to say. But I actually got to go to... Like, not a premiere, but like a like the first screening out of wow. the cinema of the... Because we were in... Well, I don't know if it was the first... It was just like the first screening in terms of it was like... So we... We we have, we have family in the States who we were visiting. Oh, wow. And in... Must we were, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as I said that, I knew you'd be like, I feel like you can't copy another podcast joke. I know you've done this, but anyway. Um, but like, because my cousin is a big Star Wars fan. And so he went to like the midnight screening. So we, me and my brother went with my cousin to see the, like the, the screening at midnight. That being said, it already, I think, been an open in Australia for a while because... Yeah, well, yeah, they always release them, like, a day early. Because earlier in Australia yeah. because of the times. And as in, I'd, I think I'd already seen a spoiler. Yeah. But, but as in like I was seeing it mid like the first the first time it was released in this this town in America right, um, and like it was still possible to get spoiled from Australia, which I thought was kind of silly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the world of Star Wars. I feel like the world of Star Star Wars isn't what we want to encroach in. What? Because like Star Wars fans, right? They're the kind of people that like if you're Star Wars fans, are the people who hate Star Wars the most. Nah, they're not real fans. I suppose you're a Star Wars fan, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you love Star Wars so much? Because it's cool. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I actually like it that much now. I think it's very cool as a kid because it's like yeah. the world. It's not so much the story; it's the world building. You know, it's the yeah. the concepts and the ships and the air, like Jedi and stuff. Like that's cool. I went through this real cynical phase where. Uh, like, I was like, I think, I don't know, I think, like, something in my teenage brain, you know how, like, teenagers are all horrible people, right? Yeah. 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 Like, like I think we can all universally agree that as teenagers, you're not, like... Anyway, I went You're not this, at your best. You're not at your best. I went through this phase, and I was like, these Harry Potter things are all really overhyped. And I think I was like, I went through this phase where I was like, I've, I convinced myself that the only reason Harry, anyone liked Harry Potter was not because it was a good story, but because the world building in Harry Potter was really good. Because <laughs> it is a really impressive world building. Yes. And it also is like a good story. Uh, like, I don't know why I like went through, like, I, I, uh, it's just like a teen, to be fair, not like the worst patch to go through as a teenager <laughs> yeah. to be cynical about the popularity of <laughs> That was my low point as a teenager. I was cynical about the popularity of Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, like it's that's another example of a film that like does really well because of its world building. Yeah, yeah, because you know people like to, you know, you can build a community around it. Uh, you know, it's good like for merch. Can, yeah, it's great for merch. It's great for you know dress ups and cosplays and things like that. Also means you don't necessarily have to like the story. Yeah, you can find other things in it. Like that's something um, I think Star Wars hasn't necessarily done too well. And neither is Harry Potter, really. But, you know, you can have so many different genres of stories in those worlds. And they don't really capitalise on that. It's always the same kind of thing. See, uh, so, okay, what did you think about... This is... I'm, I'm very... We've gone... We've tangented very well. <laughs> well, this, that's, what this, that's what the podcast is that's, about. That is what the podcast is. It's all about tangents. <laughs> Calculus <laughs> teachers, you'd be proud. <laughs> what was I going to say? The one, Solo. I thought that yeah. was a good movie. Yeah, we saw that together. We did. <laughs> Was that the double movie night? Yeah, we were the double right. movie night. Yeah. That was that was so we had this we had this guy who's like in hindsight it's not that radical an idea. <laughs> but we were just like you know when you go to the movies and you go cinemas and you go and watch one movie, we were like, why don't we just buy two movie tickets and watch yeah. two movies back? Well, back? it was because it was the the cheap movie night. It was the cheap movie night and it was the end of semester. And yeah, we were like, let's, and we were like, let's treat ourselves. We, when we missed both the films, so we were like, we should watch them both in the night. A for a treat. And B, because who knows when films disappear from cinemas now. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because it was, yeah. it was um, Solo and Deadpool, Deadpool 2. Because yeah. I think the only thing was, we saw Deadpool 2 before we saw Solo. Yeah, because that was the way the times were. Yeah, which yeah. was, because I remember at the time I was being like, I know Deadpool 2 is going to be better. So I wanted, I, I'm very much like save the best for last kind of guy. 
But, um, it was a good film. Like, Solo was a surprise. I think it was one of those things where you go in with really low expectations. Yeah, I, Solo was, like, a good film, but again, it wasn't anything super different. You know what I mean? Whereas, at, look at something like the Marvel movies, for instance, where they are all set in one world and they're all superhero movies, but something like Ant-Man is a heist film. Um, oh, yeah, Ant-Man and... is a... Ant-Man is a heist film. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they tell different stories. Like, the early ones all, are all quite samey, but... But they use different the, genres. But nowadays, well, like, they're, like, Ragnarok, kind of Ragnarok is, like, is kind of, like, seen as, like... It's a comedy film, basically, yeah. right? Like, it's a... Yeah. They're experimenting more with the genres that their films take place in. Yeah. And I feel like Star Wars has huge potential where you just kind of... I mean, The Mandalorian was kind of close to that. I don't know if... I've not watched it. Not watched it. It's more, like, following a bounty hunter and stuff. So it's not... It's like a bounty hunter film set in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And those are really cool. But yeah. then they don't really do anything else super creative with the the properties and stuff this that they have for it. Deep yeah. analysis, too. <laughs> it's almost like you want to work in film. <laughs> This week on We're Not A Film Podcast, we end up talking about films. This has gone, gone much better than the other segment that I had thought of, actually. The other segment I was planning on doing. Which was, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll use that segment. I don't know. <laughs> save it for next time. I'll save it for next time. Speaking yeah. of next time, we should wrap it up. Shall we? Shall we? Alrighty. Well, catch you all next time. <laughs>